Here we are. Hooray! Yay! Yay. <laughs> uh, so this is... Oh, go ahead. No, you go ahead. <laughs> uh, this is episode three of uh, 30 Minute Reviews. Uh, thank you for uh, listening. Uh, today's episode is all about Lost. Yep. And uh, I'm uh, Eric from uh, Seattle. And I am Katie from London, Canada. And we are 30 Minute Reviews, uh, the podcast where we review one TV show in 30 minutes. And we tell you everything you need to know about it to decide whether or not you want to watch it for yourself. And uh, speaking I sounded of... like I knew what I was talking about for a minute. <laughs> what the... <laughs> uh, speaking of uh, lies, uh, why uh, did you favor uh, today's episode of being lost? It was It came out uh, ages ago. It ended in... What, what, 10, 11 years ago now? Um, so, uh, uh, it lost. ended Why 11 lost? years ago. Yeah, it ended in 2010 uh, after six seasons. Why Lost, you say? Well, I have an answer for you. The reason is um, it, you mentioned it in our very first podcast, and so I ended up tossing it onto the list. And because I wanted to kind of start strong, in our first few episodes talking about shows that we had both not only watched, but watched all of, rewatched, and loved, and discussed at length. Mm. I thought, what better mm -hmm. way, you know, because uh, the last episode we talked about a show that I had never seen, and I, I, you know, I had only seen one episode in preparation for us talking about it. So this one, I know we both have, we both have our Lost, um, you know, we both went to the University of Lost, shall we say. <laughs> Excellent. Yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, what can we say about Lost that hasn't been said a million jillion times before? But for those of you out there living on a deserted island who haven't seen the show, <laughs> see what I did there? Um, Lost <laughs> is uh, it's a, the genre is drama, action, adventure, fantasy, suspense, and science fiction. So if you're looking for a show that transcends genre and is part of many. <laughs> Um, and, uh, yeah, like we said, it, it began in, I believe 2004 ish, uh, or late 2003, perhaps went for six seasons ending in 2010. It was originally on ABC. And I distinctly remember when this premiered because I'm pretty sure anybody who had any interest in a show like this stopped what they were doing, sat down and watched the premiere. Uh, we did. Uh, I did not actually. I uh, let the hype build, and I can't remember why. But I didn't watch the first season or the premiere. I got interested in it, kind of midway in the, the second season is when I decided to watch it. But to catch up, I bought episodes on uh, Apple, and oh. so I watched like the entire first season basically at once you know over the course of a, a week mm -hmm. and uh let me tell you uh i knew this was a good show because an excellent show because uh when the season one cliffhanger arrived uh I, it occurred to me that i would have completely lost my mind if i had seen that live and had that cliffhanger like actually in my life because had to wait. it was such a profound cliffhanger that i thought oh my god i can't believe this i'm so lucky i can just click the next episode and resolve this cliffhanger 
And because my mind is blown just sitting here looking at this on my computer is how mm -hmm. I watched it and uh, on my laptop. And I uh, thought I can just uh, resolve it right here and now. If this had been real life, I don't know what I would have been able to do with myself <laughs> because I could not have waited months for the premiere <coughs> to air. Yeah. Uh, oh, my gosh. <laughs> Yep, I, I understand that. I do remember watching week to week and having to wait. And uh, yeah, that was, not, that was not an enjoyable part of it, but or perhaps it was. <laughs> um, yeah, I think, I mean, now I do that with, um, I'm trying to think of the shows that I watch week to week. There aren't many anymore. I usually wait for... Uh, on purpose, like you, I will wait for a half season to drop. You know, we're so spoiled nowadays that all of a sudden you'll have like a, an entire season just drop on Netflix or on Prime. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. But there are some stations like Apple that are rolling them out weekly. Um, mm -hmm. And yeah, there are a couple that I'm currently watching that I'm purposely, I don't watch them week one. I wait until more are out because I know I'm cliffhanger part or... Uh, but the so there's there's pros and cons, right? When you watch it, if you're watching a weekly series and you watch week to week, you're not spoiled by people on social media. Even with the best of intentions, trying to be spoiler free, like you know, oh baby Yoda, you know, <laughs> what did you do this week, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And it's like, no, don't say that, or oh, I knew that would happen, or something, you know. It's like, oh, stop. <laughs> so. Um, yeah, so uh, at the time, I remember being super frustrated, but it was a good way. It was in a good way. Mm -hmm. But I also remember one thing that ABC would do is knowing the, the, the next season was upcoming, they would play the last couple of episodes, you know, like if I don't remember what night it was, like let's say it ran on Wednesday nights. If they were planning to do, you know, season three, episode one is next Wednesday. So this Wednesday, we're showing you the final episode of, of season two. And I always watched that. So I was always right back in it. Mm -hmm. You know, it never was kind of like, oh, it's been four months and I don't remember anything. So mm -hmm. I did like that. I do remember that. Yeah, man, TV used to be so different. Kids, we used to have to walk <laughs> uphill both ways to watch a TV show. <laughs> a true story yeah that uh we have um in our house a uh quasi tv ritual in that we try to arrange to have uh things to see during lunch that we all eat together on weekends and so uh, -huh. uh right now uh, as we record our saturday lunch um uh, viewing is a mythic quest on apple tv plus yes uh so good excellent show oh my <laughs> gosh it is amazing and yep. uh, Sunday, um, we leave uh, right now. It's kind of open. It kind of floats be between two different things. Um, for some reason, we've latched on to a show. I think it's on the Oxygen Network, I want to say, called uh, oh boy. Accident, Suicide, or Murder. And it, it's always murder. <laughs> but it's... Is that like, is that like, 
Mary fuck kill. <laughs> and, uh, it's like, who would you wish an accident on? Who would you wish no. a murder on? Uh, that sounds terrible. Why do you watch these things? We're terrible people. <laughs> no, uh, uh, <laughs> it is just a is a very quick half hour show a documentary about you know here's a death that occurred and they go through the stages of how they determined whether it was an accident suicide or murder uh, but like i said it's always murder and so that's how we gotcha. introduce the that's how we talk about the show like oh it's time uh, there's a new episode of it's always murder <laughs> so we watch that <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty great so so speaking of accidents and, and murder um in lost what was so what was so um, I guess not revolutionary, but really intriguing is they really marketed the heck out of it. And we would watch these ads for it. And all you knew was that a plane crashed, <laughs> like mm -hmm. it showed the plane crash over and over again. And, oh, I know when it was supposed to premiere. It was supposed to premiere in the fall of 2001. And then it, they waited because of 9-11 happening. Oh, I remember right. this now. I remember, yeah. Remember they moved it? Mm -hmm. Because we were watching. So it ended up premiering September 2004 instead. They pushed it. Um, yes, because I remember seeing the ads and... Um, yeah, it just showed the plane going down and it was so, the way they did it, you knew that something freaky was going to happen. Like, you know, and it was like, what happens when blah, blah, blah. And they don't know where they are. And the, and then it showed some weird stuff happening on the island. So I just thought, oh, you know, this ain't your grandma's Gilligan's Island kind of thing. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. it, it just looked, it looked like it was going to be really thrilling right off the start and of course it was like the first thing that you see happen is i mean i don't even remember the premiere anymore but i think or the first episode anymore but you don't see much before that plane starts going down and landing on the island mm -hmm. um and then hijinks ensue um yeah I just wanted to say that one of the unsung stars, and uh, there are many, 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 many stars mm -hmm, of the show, mm -hmm. but one of the unsung heroes of the show for me is the, is the setting. It was all filmed on location in Hawaii. Um, and of course, they're not supposed to be in Hawaii. They're supposed to be somewhere else. But mm -hmm. uh, Hawaii itself, I mean, did you just not want to go to there every time you saw True. Every time you saw an episode. True story. Yeah. And the cast loved that part of it, by the way. Mm -hmm. I mean, who wouldn't? But many of them have since moved to Hawaii and live there to this day. Mm. And uh, that uh, reminds me of my one criticism of the show. Well, one of the criticisms of the show is uh, the cast might have been a little bit too big. Because, uh, you know, thinking back on it now, it's a lot to keep track of. In a show that asks you to keep track of a lot, you know, there are a lot of details, mm -hmm. a lot of things in the background, a lot of, you know, contiguous, continuing, uh, consistent mm -hmm. story elements that, uh, you know, are callbacks and you have to, you know, really 
just keep track of everything that's going on and that machine has a lot of moving parts and sure some of the parts are you know may or may not be red herrings but you still have to keep track of them anyway because you don't know as you watch you know which is which and so anyway i think it would have been easier for me easier for everybody to keep track of what was going on if there were fewer cast members fewer characters permanent characters to keep track of if um yeah they killed more off more uh sooner in you know the yep. episode you know it would have helped it. yep uh, but uh, i remember in one of my rewatches not just greg brundle <laughs> <laughs> right? uh, i remember one of my rewatches you know in the first couple episodes they introduced i don't know 600 characters <laughs> so i was like oh man I, this is a lot but at the same time i must say when i first saw it the first time that didn't bother me um, because uh, I, I wasn't aware of it. There was so much going on that it didn't really click how many characters I was actually keeping track of, you know? Mm-hmm. So I guess the show is smarter than I think, you know, because on paper it seems like, oh, this is this is too many. But if you watch it fresh for the first time, uh, that's it wasn't a concern. I don't know. It's a whole plane full of people. Of course, there are going to be a ton of people. Sure. Uh, so it, sure. it made, makes sense in situ, as they say. But um, I don't know. As but I, as it as it wore on, yeah, it was very. It was homework. Yes. Oh yeah. Yes, it was. It was like Lord of the Rings esque cast numbers. Like it was just. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and I, I know the way they did it. They tried to only introduce. Anytime there was somebody new, without spoiling anything, I know they tried to kind of be like, they'd have two or three at a time before mm-hmm. you met, like, you know, the hundred other people. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my goodness. I will say, though, what it did very, very well, and if you kept track and wrote it down and watched it, the whole thing through a third time, you can finally understand it all. But <laughs> what they did very well was... Um, you know, at the start, as you're getting to know the the cast of characters who are the survivors of the of the one part of the of the plane, the initial, the you know, the first people that kind of land on the beach, um, they started doing flashbacks to learn more about each of their characters, mm-hmm. and then they started doing in later seasons. They started getting super timey wimey with stuff, right? Yes, they were doing side and back and mm-hmm. forward and and I will say it was very, very effective. The show somehow managed to keep you on your toes, right? Mm -hmm. While it was also being super complex and super aggressively annoying, (laughs) but it was still, but it was still, I still loved it. I don't know, but that's, those, those things have been used now in other shows with great effect because I think because this is one of the shows that did it quite well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the whole the whole showing something that's going to happen in the future and then build up to it, that kind of thing. You know, that we saw that yeah, in Breaking yeah, yeah. Bad and we saw that in other in other series. Um, but yes, they used Doctor Whovian levels of tiny <laughs> It was crazy. Um, the thing I, I, I oh go yeah, ahead go. no you go <laughs> uh, the thing I enjoyed uh, the most about the show I think for me is that I never knew what to expect 
because they mm-hmm. would uh, spend some time on X or Y plot or X, you know, A or B characters. And then they would introduce uh, something completely, you know, brand new, uh, like uh, the statue, you know, the foot or the uh, uh, bunker mm-hmm. where Desmond lived, you know, something just completely out of the blue. And so that bunker, oh, uh, right? that was one of the greatest moments of my whole TV viewing history for me, mm-hmm. that that moment, because it was, yes, it was so jarring. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The last thing I expected. Yeah. Right. Like, and and I don't know why we were surprised because in episode one, and I don't think it's a spoiler, uh, you know, 11 years later or now 16, 17 <laughs> years later. But like in the first episode, they land, they crash, blah, 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 tropical island, polar bear. Right. And so right off the bat, you're like, okay. WTF is going on in this place. This isn't going to be normal. And mm-hmm. so I don't know why we should. Yeah, the the bunker and the foot. Those are two really great. The ship. The, the yeah, ship yeah. is the other one, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So, okay. Yeah. So you, you have these moments of, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, like, it, like, imagine, you imagine Daniel Lindelof, like, you know, or, or J.J. Abrams, going into his four-year-old's bedroom and go, hey, what's a crazy thing that you would never think to find on an island? And the kid yells, you know, dinosaur or something, (laughs) right? Mm -hmm, And then, mm -hmm. or, you know, giant foot. Okay, we can work that in. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Oh, man. Yeah, that's what it felt like. It almost felt like they just threw a bunch of rando stuff in a hat and pulled it out and wrote an episode around it at times. But <laughs> it worked. It somehow just worked. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, speaking of random, uh, I think uh, they kind of randomized themselves a little bit. They said, the producers of the show, that uh, no, you know, don't worry. Because people became lost with Lost. You know, there are yes. too many things going on. We've lost track. We don't understand where this show is going. We understand that there's a big mystery and you're working toward a reveal. We get that as an audience. But here's the thing. We are we don't know what's going on. We've lost focus. There's too much. And there are not enough answers. There are too many questions. There are 10 questions to every one answer. And that one answer mm-hmm. doesn't actually seem to advance the plot. And that plot is to get... Or you don't even have time to be satisfied with that answer before you've got those 10 more questions. Right. And uh, the producer said, no, we understand. Don't worry. We have a plan. We know you know, where we are. And we know the destination of where we're going to get to. And this right. show is basically you know, getting through those steps. And But then it was years later that we discovered that actually, no, they didn't. <laughs> they did uh, understand where they wanted to end up. But they had no idea how to get there. You know, and so mm-hmm. to hyperbolize it, they were kind of writing as they went, you know, to get to this conclusion. And it shows in the later seasons. And it's uh, uh, if they could have improved the show at all I mean, more, it would have been to reduce the number of seasons and have a tighter story with fewer red herrings and fewer characters and fewer questions and more answers and a tighter plan as to how to get from a to z you know mm-hmm. uh i think they planned uh you know a to m <laughs> and thought well you know by the time we get to m we'll have figured out how to get through to z 
but it turned out not to be the but case, I, <laughs> you know, when they but got I to also M. also get the feeling, what do we I do? think they changed and pivoted when they got to J, though. They thought about M, and then they ended up being like, no. And the other thing is, they were watching, like, remember now Twitter and Facebook are happening. These are things in the world. And so they're watching. It was one of those shows early on that could see what people were saying about it and thinking about it. And I True. think they were like, oh, that's a good idea, and read it and stuff. Like, they were mm-hmm. literally, and we know they were. We know they were because there were people saying, you know, well, I hope it's not all just this. <laughs> <laughs> and then that's what it was. Mm-hmm. So yeah. did you like Did you like the ending? Without spoiling, mm-hmm. did you like the ending of Lost? Um. Were you satisfied? Mm, I have to say no, because it's not the high quality shocking reveal that I thought it would be. There was still too much ending even then, you know, too much, uh, too many questions, even at the ending. Um, Mm -hmm. I expected what I hoped for. You didn't feel it wrapped up. Yeah, uh, I'm not sure I expected it, uh, alas. But what I hoped for was like a true definitive uh completely objective no guesses about it this is it and uh, that's Mm -hmm. not what i felt i got and also um i forget where i heard this it was kind of recently but um the very last very 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 last thing that aired on lost was you know there was the episode and the ending conclusion and then during it was like right after the credits or something there is this static shot of a beach with the you know might have been a wreck on it or i can't remember but there was a mm-hmm. the static uh, shot of the video of uh, the beach and it was silent mm-hmm. except for beach sounds and so people looked at that and realized wait what is this you know what does this mean and it turns out that was a last minute decision by the producers to insert that so there would be a break between the conclusion and the commercial and we thought we need some kind of just mind clearing uh cleansing you know pause between the conclusion and the commercial because we want to let the conclusion and the impact of it sink in emotionally and everybody to feel it and so uh, what do we put for like you know 10 seconds or whatever it was and the, and one of the producers said, I, I, I don't know, how about just a shot of the beach, Where something began, calming, yeah. something neutral, right. you know, something that doesn't oh, mean no. anything. And it was the worst choice they could have made. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, and so no. their intention was, let's just have a nice calming moment. And everybody and can talk about, <laughs> you know, everybody was going to be watching this live in their living rooms. And we can have that as a backdrop as people talk amongst themselves about the conclusion. And then the commercial will air. And by the time the commercial airs, you know, there will be enough of a break and it'll be great. And uh, mm-hmm. but the result of that was people kept silent, kept watching that static shot of the beach and thought, wait what does this mean did the plane never crash in the first place has this entire mm-hmm. uh, you know show been a fantasy you know it just mm-hmm. really worked against the entire feeling it did the opposite of what it was intended to do and uh there were enough of those mistakes as they went along that i uh, yeah i'm not satisfied with the 
ending because, like I say, I hoped for better and I didn't quite get it. I guess I understand what they were really saying. I'm not sure I like it, but at the same time, I watched the, all the episodes. I stuck with it. I followed all the things. I didn't follow so many or any, really, come to think of it, online like forums about Lost and people's opinions and stuff like that. I was less interested in that because I wanted to form my own things. Every now and again, I would go online and because I would notice something and I would think, oh, uh, like uh, the foot, <laughs> you know, uh, mm -hmm. is there something about a foot <laughs> that is in the zeitgeist that I personally have missed? You know, that is a foot especially meaningful about one thing or mm -hmm. something else that I don't know, that's significant that I'm not personally aware of. So every now and again, I would look up like a single topic, but I didn't keep track of what the public was saying or anything. I wanted to keep it a sterile cockpit, as it were. I wanted to keep sure. uh, my mind, just myself on the show and let the show tell me what it was trying to do. And the, I'm like that in general, like a, in a movie or TV show or something like that. I try not to second or third guess uh, or outwit uh, the show or the movie because I want the movie or show to prevent itself as it's intended and let the big reveal be shocking or have the impact that the producers hope. So I kind of, in a sense, relax my mind and let the movie come to me. And mm -hmm. I mm -hmm. tried to do that with Lost as much as I as I could. You know, if there were 10 questions, I thought, well, there's going to be an answer soon enough. It's got to, right? And so I'll just <laughs> wait for that to come and I'll have my opinions in the back of my head about what the answer could be. But I'm not going to be disappointed as to what the answer really is because it's not my job to, you know, outwit the movie or the show. I'll just let the show tell me what the answer is in its own time. And by doing that, I'll fully absorb the intent of the show. And... Uh, I tried to do that with Lost. I was successful, except, you know, for tiny things here and there. But despite that, I, perhaps that is why uh, I did not find the ending super flash. I was hoping for a little bit, you know, more objective reality. So how about you? What was your feeling about the ending? So in the history of television, there are only a handful of endings that I feel are, oh, that's the perfect ending. MASH, Six Feet Under, Sopranos, a few more. Uh, MASH and Six Lost, Feet Under, I will agree. Yeah, you and I, are, are we're going to have to have that Sopranos come to Jesus moment now, you know, sooner or later. <laughs> I don't know how we'll do that without spoiling. But I, I liked, yeah. So I liked the ending of Lost after... It was fine in the moment. I was okay. It was what everybody feared and or hoped. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm, like the, mm -hmm. the, and but everybody took away one thing from that, which is oh blah blah blah. But it ended up later when I saw all the interviews and which which a TV show shouldn't require you to go back and research what the developers actually wanted you to take away from it. They. Mm -hmm explained it in a way I was like oh I feel even better about that ending now mm, and mm. so I was okay with it which was it wasn't it didn't negate everything that had come before uh, that's right. what I'll say it, it didn't yeah, yeah, yeah. it didn't make everything meaningless and so I was like oh 
I am okay with that. Like just because mm -hmm. one person arrived at that ending at that moment didn't mean that all of them arrived at that moment. Mm -hmm. If that makes better sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of the things okay. uh, in uh, TV, movies, books, any story at all, the ending that I abhor, just cannot stand is <laughs> they were dead the whole time. You know, uh, right. no matter what the story is, uh, if uh, if that's the ending, I flip out because that, uh, oh my gosh, hate it so much. There are right. super rare exceptions to that um, that prove the rule. And so I was happy that Lost is at least not that, you know. Uh, it is, I, I was, and, I but I think people first that, watching it, uh, yes. Uh, I was yes. super worried that going into it, especially that ending, oh God, no, please don't be this ending. Right, you please know. don't be purgatory, yeah. And so yeah. I was so relieved that that was not the ending, so uh, to avoid any, you know, like you said, 10, 17 mm -hmm. year uh, spoilers, that's not the, uh, that's not the ending, so at least... That is not the Phew. ending, thank goodness. <laughs> and I think people, as they were watching it, thought that it might be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Legitimately I think people so. that were like, well, then what were all the side, the sideways and the might have been, you mm -hmm. know, because that implied that maybe they were and maybe, yeah, it wasn't. So that was good. But And that made it okay for me, too. I think, I think it just was a nice, neat, and they all, you know, I don't know. It was fine. Mm -hmm. It wasn't my favorite, but in the list of endings we remember, it's certainly up there with an ending. Mm -hmm. we'll definitely, and it wasn't the worst ending. Uh, worst endings include uh, like the Seinfeld ending, uh, "Boo." Oh, terrible! <laughs> so, terrible. Yeah. Uh, compared to others, so, it, it worked well. And considering what they had to wrap up and all they had to do and how complex the show was, it's fine. I hoped, like I say, hoped for more. I, but I'm not repulsed by what I got. I'm just, uh, I'm not angry. I'm right. disappointed. <laughs> Do you agree it's a show you would recommend? It is because um, here's my deal. I really enjoy stories that get deep into their own mythology. Uh, mm -hmm. For instance, the movies, uh, The Conjuring and recently uh, The Empty Man uh, are great movies because they get into their own mythology and explain what's going on. And uh, the Empty Man in particular gets very deep. And so I just revel in those kinds of uh, movies and stories, uh, TV shows. It doesn't matter because that's what I'm interested in exploring. What is the physics of what's going on? And my favorite moment in Lost, speaking of, is when uh, Dr. Faraday arrain, uh, arrived on the island and started to mm -hmm. conduct scientific experiments to determine what exactly TF is going on with this island. Mm -hmm. And I was like, yes, let's have 10 episodes of just Dr. Faraday. Oh my God, this mm -hmm. is the best thing ever. And so... Um, Lost, what kept me going was Lost got into its own mythology super deep and it didn't mm -hmm. answer everything immediately, but it strung me along uh, enough that I could not wait for the next episode because I knew or hoped that in the next episode they might expose more of the island's own mythology, even if it was in riddle. At least I'm getting mm -hmm. a sense of it, and the more sense I get, the more entertained I am. I am less interested in like a romance between two characters. Mm, I take or leave. Yeah, uh, the love triangle stuff. Yeah. yeah, I could leave that too. So mm -hmm. that was, you know, what else? I guess you have to fill the time. I mean, it was fine. It's, mm -hmm. it's a certain kind of entertainment. My one of my favorite favorite episodes is the one where you see none of the stars. 
I think it's in season two, two or three, the one with the, just with, because you, you always know when it starts the, that the stars, quote, stars of the show aren't the only survivors. There's a whole mm-hmm. bunch and they're all here and there. Mm-hmm. And then there's this little side episode with the two. Do you remember the two, mm-hmm. the, the couple? Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it with the diamonds maybe? Mm-hmm. Anyway, or something valuable. And that little side episode that just, it, I just liked it as a, I mean, other than a thriller and the story and stuff, I liked it as a lens on human, uh, the human psyche, the human condition. Mm -hmm, Like mm -hmm. it, it really revealed like, you know, I'm, I'm happily married and I have two children and 1.2 dogs and I, you know, and a mortgage (laughs) and, and two cars. If I was dropped, if I went hurtling through the air and was dropped on an island, who would I be? And mm. you all hope to be, you all hope you're going to be the Matthew Fox character, or you all hope you're going to be the Hurley character, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the Jorge Garcia character. But who are you actually going to be, right? Like, who will you become? What, what nature will be revealed? And that's the part I really like. I love the the kind of psychological experiment that it was and showing that, you know, you may be a certain kind of person. It's a chance to either go to your basest instincts and, you know, claw and fight your way for every crumb and morsel. Or do you do you set out to help and save or Mm -hmm. like John, is this your chance to erase who you were and become something that you never, ever dreamed you could? Mm-hmm. you know superhero kind of thing so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in that sense i loved i loved that i love looking back at the arc of it all and seeing that of how people evolved and they were able to hide the things they weren't proud of and become the things they were or vice versa or just throw away what they used to be <laughs> and just you know fuck it i'm gonna murder everybody we're we're at the end of our time but shows that are like lost that if if you loved lost like we did or or parts of it like we did what are some shows that we would recommend to our friends out there that they should see if they liked lost um i know one that jumps to mind right away oh what's that (laughs) fringe yes very good answer fringe love that show uh bunches yes yeah you do. I, I actually <laughs> you love that more than anybody I know. <laughs> I think Fringe <laughs> is what Lost uh, could have, should have been. You know, there you go. Uh, fewer characters, tighter focus, lots of mythology, mm-hmm. lots of mystery, uh, but also at the same time, answers come in soon enough that it's not too quick and you're not strung along. You know, you don't. And feel... you're not lost. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Very good answer. Uh, the other one is. Oh, go ahead. Uh, I would also recommend uh, Debris, which we have talked about previously. You know, it's a uh, mm-hmm. uh, the whole show is what's going on now, and uh, but at the same time in the background, you kind of know what's going on very well, uh, very good. Mm-hmm. I would say Leftovers for anybody that has seen Leftovers. If you're a Jason Thoreau fan, you must have seen Leftovers. I've only seen season one, but I plan on seeing the remaining seasons as soon as possible because it's another. It's another WTF is going on. I don't think I've even um, heard of that show. What's uh, what's the log line? <laughs> what's the one? Leftovers is uh, it's post um, 
Well, you don't know. I mean, you don't know, but the assumption that I had going in was that it was it was like um, post rapture. Like, oh, I see. Everybody go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, the other one that I oh oh I can't say enough about this show. I adore this show. I adore this show. Is Mister Robot? Mr. Oh yeah, Robot. yeah. We it's saw the so, first season of that. Yeah, very good. Oh, I've seen it all, and it's so freaking good for many reasons, which we can talk about another day. But if you liked. If you like things like Lost and Cringe, I think Mr. Robot will, don't be don't be intimidated by the the high tech nature of the show because it, it's it's just the backdrop. Like Hawaii is the backdrop in Lost, the the tech world and and mm. hackers are the backdrop for for Mr. Robot. It's very cool. Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. very cool and intricate and and what is happening and why. Um, so yeah. Second emotion. Um, <laughs> there you go. Uh, so before we go, I just want to say a huge thank you to Discord and Audacity, uh, which we use for our tech. And I want to thank Ben, who does our post-production. And Yay. I want to thank the, the cast of Lost for making a good show. And um, mm-hmm. and I want to correct something I said. I said Greg Grundle, and it's Greg Grunberg. I'm so sorry, Greg. <laughs> um, Greg Grunberg, fun fact He's been tossed into everything J.J. Abrams has ever had a hand in. Oh, really? Um, oh, yeah. Whether it's for multiple seasons or, or or episodes or just for the one where he just comes in and dies or just walks across the screen. He is the Stan Lee of the J.J. <laughs> Abrams universe. <laughs> Enough said. Yeah. And yeah. So, uh, yeah, I think he's just really good friends with J.J. And whenever J.J. has a show, he's like, we'll be in it. Um <laughs> And and I adore him, but I'm so I'm so very sorry that I got his name wrong. Mm. Um, and before we go, uh, just a quick, what are you what are you watching? And what should yeah, give you give me a couple recs, and I'll give you a couple recs. I I'll uh, my recommendation of the week is the it's on Apple TV Plus, and it's uh, Dickinson. And when oh. when I first heard about this show, I thought this is none of my business because it's a show <laughs> about Emily Dickinson. It's a period piece set in the you know, 1850s. And but all of the dialogue is hyper modern. You know, they use very modern yes. expressions like and, Shakespeare and love. Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, 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 modern uh, means and terms and expressions and music and everything like that. So it's like Emily Dickinson, but for, you know, modern teenage young adult audience and i thought no this is i don't read poetry i don't particularly you know enjoy reading it or hearing about it or i don't know anything about emily dickinson nor do i have a particular interest in her Mm -hmm. Uh, but Mm -hmm. but i watched uh, the first episode i forget why what prompted me to do it but i was almost immediately drawn into it and i watched like the next couple episodes and i was fixed i said yes i'm into this show now because the show creators are very smart and the writing is excellent the acting is great the production value is amazing uh it was complete surprise so uh if you want surprise factor in your life you think you're not going to enjoy it but uh, you actually will dickinson well, I'm going to blow your mind because as I said that, I had my show in my head that I was going to recommend to you. And it's also on Apple TV Plus. <laughs> and it's Mosquito Coast. Ooh. 
Oh, it's good. Oh, yeah? I just have to say, everything I've seen on Apple TV, and we don't watch it the most out of all the subs mm-hmm. we have. It's probably the one we watch the least. Man, they are hitting it out of the park. I was they thinking really exactly the same thing just yesterday. Every, like, they don't have, like, what Netflix has in quantity, Apple has in quantity. And they have a small mm-hmm. number, but it doesn't matter. Everything I've seen is is excellent. So. Very well put. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so extra thanks to Apple TV today. <laughs> um, well, thank you for joining us for the lost episode. Ooh, that's what we could call it, the lost episode. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Ah, that's great. And uh, we will talk to you again soon. Yes, indeedy. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye. Thank you.